Hello, and welcome back to Never Seen It. It's a podcast where we watch movies where maybe one, maybe both of us hasn't seen something. And then we're going to talk about it. I'm Betsy. I'm one of your hosts. And with me, as always, is Trent. Hi, Trent. Hi. How are you doing? It's a podcast. It is a podcast. That's a thing we're doing together. Uh, Today, we're going to watch... Yet another film from 2002, apparently a big cinematic blind spot for mm-hmm, both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie today is Secretary. Yeah. So I have seen this one. Trent, you have not seen this one. No. So we talked about including this a few weeks ago when yeah. we were doing our smutty stuff. This is a holdover. This is a holdover. Reason being, the longer I thought about it, the less I think this fits into the category. Despite its surface appearance, mm-hmm. and I think when you get into it, you'll understand why I made that decision. Yeah, because I, I trusted you on this because I had no, really no information about it. Other than what we're going to talk about here in a few minutes. But I, I trust your judgment that this movie did not fit into what we ended up covering. Right. Now, that all being said, three of the four movies we covered were very much in the vein. Absolutely. Of just absolute smutty trash. And one of them ended up being incredible. Right. Now, for a different reason, of course. Yes. Um. Now, this one... I know very little about other than, I mean, the, the, the main concept. So, Secretary. Yes. Uh, it is starring Maggie Gyllenhaal. Correct. And James Spader. Also correct. He's some fucking businessman, lawyer man, something like that. Okay. He hires her to be his secretary. Hence the title. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I know that there's some, oh, let's say masochistic pleasure <laughs> coming out of this if I want to put a big word on it. There's some BDSM. That is, yeah. that is correct. Yeah, so that's what I know about this. Okay. Now, like, why I never saw it, it's like, I never even heard about it until you brought it up, like, years ago. So this is a movie that came out when we were in high school. Yeah. And... When I was in college, back in the days where one would still rent movies from the video rental place, like you went, left your home and got it. Like an animal. They had a deal where if you were a new member at this building, you would get 50% off all your rentals for the first month. So my friends and I had a very strategic plan where we would each sign up month after month and we would just wipe that place out of movies. (laughs) And we would get... Anything and everything that looked remotely interesting. And I had heard of this movie, but I hadn't watched it. So my friend and I got it and watched it together. And then I subsequently bought it because I like this movie. Okay. I'm going to tell you, because it's BDSM, it's weird. Okay. (laughs) Let's just be upfront about that. So I have no idea what you're going to think about this movie. If you're going to love it, if you're going to think it's too weird, if you're going to hate it, I don't know. I don't think a ton of people have watched this movie. I I doubt it. Because again, I never even heard of this damn movie. Yeah. Like, okay. So talking about the two people in it. Mm -hmm. Now, James Spader, as an actor, I know very little about. I have seen precious few movies with him in it, at, at least yes. as, a, as a starring Earlier actor. things, anyway. Especially earlier stuff. Yeah. Now, the things I was able to, to come up with, 
Number one, I barely count this. He was Ultron in Avengers Age of Ultron. Yes. But again, he wasn't actually in it physically. He was just the voiceover. Right. Fine. Uh, he was in Lincoln. Yeah. The, the Spielberg movie, Lincoln. Yes. So he was really good in that. But again, that movie is filled to the brim with famous actors that have their own little scene, and that's about it. Right. Well, James Spader is one of those guys where he had a career in the 80s. Sure. And then sort of was tapering off in the 90s. This movie is the tipping point where this is kind of right before he did Boston Legal. I was just going to say, Boston, wasn't Boston Legal him, that him and was, Shatner? Yeah, that was his Big TV comeback, and then he won like four fucking Emmys, and then he went on to do The Blacklist and has won a bunch more right, Emmys, I right. think. And I understand The Blacklist is really, really good. Boston Legal is really people. good. <laughs> I, and I think I remember watching some of Boston Legal at the time. You know, I was young. I didn't really like those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But on occasion, I'll sit down with my parents and just watch whatever they're watching. But yeah, so I think this is in that little spot right between yeah. where his career was basically at the tipping point of he's going to fade into oblivion or yeah. he's going to be re in a resurgence. And he went the latter. He resurged right. big time. Right. And in the <laughs> 90s and early 2000s, TV wasn't this premier thing. No. If you he got a, ahead of the curve. Yeah, if you were a TV star, you were trying to get out and try to break out into movies. You wanted to be a movie star. Yeah. Now it's just way. kind of the opposite, where the premier thing is getting onto these streaming services, getting onto an HBO thing. You know, for a while, AMC was the thing. You had Mad Men. You got Walking Dead that is finally ending. Yes. Um... Yeah, so, so many different outlets these days want big stars to do their TV stuff. And it's all pretty much good stuff. Yeah. And and this movie, to bring it back to this movie, yeah. same thing with Maggie Gyllenhaal. She was on the right. rise. Right, exactly. So this is early Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. This is an indie movie. Mm -hmm. There's maybe one other actor in this movie that I can remember that you will recognize from something okay. else. Okay. Uh, and beyond that, it's it is the it is a quintessential indie film. Sure, I'm when sure. When you it's think pretty, of early two thousand, small budget. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and like Maggie Gyllenhaal, I I know, I, I've I've always had a bit of a crush on Maggie Gyllenhaal. Me too, Trent. She's <laughs> you, delightful. She really is. And I she's think, she's like just wholesome enough, but also like she's got that. Twinkle kinda, in her kinda eye. Kind of naughtiness to naughty. her. Right. And I think that's maybe why she fits in this movie. And I, I assume anyway, since you like it. Uh-huh. So, you know, what was... It was Stranger Than Fiction. Yep. What was that, like 2005? That was just a little bef after this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of my first introduction to her. She was in Batman. She was in The Dark right, Knight. Right. Yeah. She replaced Katie Holmes. She's so much better than Katie Holmes. She really is. Sorry, for Katie Holmes, role. no offense, but for There's that role. There's a place for Katie Holmes, but for that role, Maggie yeah. Gyllenhaal all the way. Totally. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it just because you really like this movie, and I'm, I've got an open mind. So, hey, I'm, I'm in for whatever. All right, well, let's go watch it. We're going to check out Secretary, and we will be right back.
are back. Trent, you did it. You watched Secretary. How you feeling? So you said it was weird. I did say that. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> I didn't lie to you. <laughs> yeah. Good weird or bad weird or just weird weird? It's just kind of weird weird. Okay. It's like they didn't want to go all the way. Okay. Uh, in into it. And I think I would probably have the same reaction if I hadn't seen Fifty Shades of Grey already. Uh-huh. Uh, mainly because I have a friend who's been in this world. Yes. Yeah. And she has explained it to me on multiple occasions. And I'm very curious... I'm a curious fellow. I have a lot of questions. You have a lot of questions. Not that I'm being judgy or... you just trying like, to understand how I'm things just, work. I, I just want to know what, 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 what. Yep. <laughs> uh, so again, we are not of this world, <laughs> Betsy and I. Uh, we are, as they say, very vanilla. <laughs> yes. But do you understand now why I did not include this? In what we were watching. Yeah, yeah, because neither of us had seen Basic Instinct. So we didn't know what that was going to be. Right. I would not have included that if I knew it was going to be like that. Okay. So just based on the the category that we were striving for there. But yes, I agree with you. That's That would, would not have been included. Secretary. Secretary, yes. Yes. So, man... So it, it it was weird to, and not just because of the sexy stuff. Right. There's uh, not that much sexy stuff, to There's, be like, no sex whatsoever. Hardly. No. Hardly. No. The, at the very end of the movie, The basically. very end of the movie, they're fucking up against a tree in the woods. <laughs> That's it. So, you know, and this is after they're married, of course. On, right. That was their honeymoon. That was their honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> they went to the forest and fucked they, on a they tree. Took, they took a short a short honeymoon honeymoon because they had to get back to work. He Betsy. had to get back to work. She doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose. But it's weird. Yeah, and I think your complaint, you wish they'd gone farther. I think that's because that's who these characters are, where he is so controlled and so restrained that yeah. he's never gonna let it go that far. And that's the whole thing. Yeah. If you got, like, part two to this movie, it would be a lot kinkier. <laughs> sure. But that's not the point of the movie. No, then you would get the continuing adventures of these two. Right. You know, and the we point, don't need that. The point of this movie is... He's a big weird weirdo. She's a big weird weirdo. They're perfect for each other and they fall in love. In their own ways. In yeah. their big weird weirdo way. So here's what I wish they had more of. I wanted them to ex explain and explore more from him. Right. That's my thing. Why is he like this? Yeah, because they get into none of his background. No. They... They give you hints. You have a picture of who this person is. He is a very controlled, uptight, uptight neat freak. Everything in that office is meticulous. 
He's so organized. Everything in the kitchen is like yeah. evenly spaced. The fucking sugar cubes were stacked. If you didn't notice this little detail, they're like arranged in a particular fashion, very symmetrical. He even the cheese for yes, the mouse traps perfectly cubed are cheeses. cubed. He doesn't kill the mice. He just traps the mice mm-hmm. and lets them go. Which, by the way, so do we. Yeah, we get mice in the house. We also have two cats. If the cats don't get them. If the cats don't get them, we trap them. And yes, it does happen when you own a house. But he's just, like, there's so much about him. He always wears the suit. You see him in one scene where he's not wearing a suit, basically. When he's working out. When he's working out. And even then, he's fully covered. Sure. Um... The thing with the plants, he has irises. Yeah. And he's like a fucking psychotic mad scientist with a syringe. Yeah, like he's just individually giving, he's watering giving just them. enough water. Yeah. Yeah. He is a weird, weird little man. <laughs> yeah. And I think you get enough of that. But I wish I understood the why. I understand the why for her. He doesn't know why. Yeah. He literally says, I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm like and this. And I think that's the there's some shame there. Absolutely. He is absolutely shamed. Yeah. Of he is ashamed of what he is and how he is. Right. And when he tries to explore it. It makes him feel dirty and wrong. Right. But the difference is when he's explored it with other people, it goes horribly wrong. And with her, she's super into it. She's like, you know, literally says, he says, we can't do this 24 seven. And she says, why not? Why not? Yeah. And he had never thought of it that way. Well, and, (laughs) and I'm sure those conversations were happening with the other secretaries he had on staff. I don't know about that. I, I'd get the, I don't know if it got that far. I don't think he ever tried any of that with them. I think he's a loud, brash man who bosses yeah. them all around, and they all crack and break down. Except for the one woman. Oh, but that's not a, a secretary. That's like an ex of some kind. Okay. And I think that is the exact opposite. Since he wants to be the dominant one and yeah. she's the dominant one. Sure. And when they put the two of them together, mm-hmm. he hides in a closet. Yeah. <laughs> That's the key difference there. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, when she showed up in the office, you had to ask what she said right to Maggie Gyllenhaal's face. She just looks at her and goes, submissive. Right. Like as judgment. If as if it was a derisive comment. Oh, absolutely. But of course she didn't know what the she hell meant she it was that talking way. about. No. Yeah, Lee didn't know what she was talking about. It's no. her first day on the job. So yeah, you've got this girl who is you said childlike. Yeah. She's innocent. She is sheltered. She is weird and frumpy and very kind of introverted, mousy. mousy. Yeah. She is being let out of a hospital. Right. Where she had been institutionalized because mm-hmm. she cuts herself mm-hmm. and one day she did it too deep. Yeah. And they thought she was trying to kill herself. Right. But she wasn't. She's just trying to get a release. So, of course, her whole thing is not that she is trying to hurt herself Mm -hmm. to feel pain. She's just trying to hurt herself to feel alive, to remind herself she's actually there and present. Right. And it's always triggered by something bad. Yeah. And usually it's either her dad drinking, her parents fighting because her dad is drinking, yeah. or something else. It's it's mainly her her family life. Yeah. Her parents are 
her, her, her they have she, problems. She, come, she comes from an unhappy home. Right. Let's say. And I would peg her at maybe 20, 21. Yeah, she's she's young. Yeah. She's never had a job before. Probably never had a boyfriend. Never had a boyfriend. Who knows how long she was institutionalized. Right. Um, probably never, never went to college. Nope. Of any kind. She has no discernible skills except for the fact that she can type really well. She took typing classes. Yeah. And she got really high marks. <laughs> she hey, won an award. Hey, as someone who used to be able to type really, really fast, yes. I was proud of that. <laughs> yeah, it is It is a, a thrilling skill yeah. for some stupid reason. Yeah, I don't it, know. It really is. It, but you know what? It's a score. I don't. I never. I was never in any kind of sport, so I never got a score on anything mm-hmm. except grades. But of course, in this movie, she does it on a typewriter. It's always a typewriter. He even makes yeah. a point. He says, "We don't we use, don't use key- computers. computers. Yeah, you'll have to type on a typewriter. Is that okay? That's fine. Yep, that's fine. That's how she learned. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she doesn't know what to do with herself. She is." Freshly out of this institution mm-hmm. that she likes the routine. She said, I liked the routine. Yep. I got up. I mm-hmm. did this. I did this. I went to bed. Yep. And that was her day. She likes the structure. Mm-hmm. And after she's out, she's kind of even confused how she went in because she's been hurting herself since she was in middle school. Right. She says, I've been doing it since the seventh grade. I don't know how that happened mm-hmm. that I did it too deep. Right. And she's young enough where she can't really recognize the triggers for it until no. she's older. Right. So, yeah, she's fresh out of the institution and she's had these typing classes it's the only thing she's good at so she decides to get a job did you like her little pep talks to herself (laughs) yes yeah so she's like holding a mirror up and she's just like hello while i've never had a job i think the garbage place would be the perfect place to start (laughs) my career yeah yeah and it's in those little moments you kind of get glimmers of well, her personality. There's somebody in there. Yeah. It's just, how do we get her out? Right. But of course, the movie starts before any of that. Right. I wrote, <laughs> the first thing I wrote down was, oh, we're just getting right into it, aren't we? Yeah. So the first thing you see is she walks out in a silk blouse and in a an tight office. skirt in, in an, an office. office with a bar across her shoulders and she's handcuffed to it and there's a choker around her neck. Yeah. So I pointed this out. What that looked like, it wasn't any kind of like, you know, like professionally made or bought or anything. It looked kind of like a sexy apparatus to me. No, what it looked like was the thing you put in a car or a vehicle of some kind, it's a bar that goes across where you hang up your clothing to make a bar go across the entire back seat of your car. Same principle. Yeah, that's what it was. Clothes in your car. (laughs) This was a cheap movie to make, Betsy. Those are like 10, 20 bucks. <laughs> sure. But yeah, she's just kind of strutting around the... And she is like strutting. She's like slinking. Oh, yeah. la- little hip action. But here's the deal. They can do that because it's just him and her yep. most of the time. Unless they have a client yep. or the part-time paralegal comes by. It's a private law office. It's just them. Yep. And so she's slinking around and she gets like a letter with one hand and she takes something out of the the typewriter with her mouth and then right. makes a cup of coffee. And that's how we establish our character. Right. And I guess that happens 
I think that they they address it. Yeah, they said this is six months six earlier. Six months than. earlier. So she had been on the job for six months at that point where she was doing those things, but they jumped back then yeah, to show from, you how at, she at got At that here. point, yeah, th- th- then we jump backwards to this. Is she just got out of, out of the institution. She goes home to a very unhappy family, and her sister's getting married. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. On the day that her sister's getting yeah, married, Yeah, she got by the out way. the day her sister got married, which again is going to drag up family drama because everybody is there. Separate topic. Have you ever seen Rachel getting married? No. It's similar it's very similar yes i believe she's like either an alcoholic or she's addicted to drugs she's a drug thing she gets out of rehab to go to a wedding yeah she gets out to go to her sister's wedding exactly Mm -hmm. and the whole controversy is is she gonna freak out and, and do something weird right yeah everybody's keeping an eye on her. They don't seem that concerned about Lee though in this movie. Well, they do to a point because they lock up all the knives later, but the day of the wedding, she's just sort of hanging out in the background. Well, there's a lot more important things happening, Betsy. There's a wedding happening. When do you think this is supposed to take place? I was watching this and thinking there's a lot of stuff that's old in this movie. I have an answer for you. Yeah. On one of the pages that she writes up, she put the date 1999. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I would have gone slightly older, Mm -hmm. but I guess it's fairly contemporary for when this movie came out. Mm -hmm. It's just they're leaning a little bit into the older style because secretaries are kind of a thing of the past. Well, and you go back a little bit further from 2002, and it would be more acceptable to not have a computer. Yeah. Just a few years later, you're not going to get away with that. No. Nobody's going to know how to type on a typewriter anymore shut up i can type on a typewriter give me one i want to make loud clunk 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 see i ne- <laughs> so i never had or used a typewriter like those with the with the ball i never used one of those no i used one where all of the the the, the individual letters went up they're ha- they're yep. on little arms and they yep. just each cl- they just clack on clackety, the paper clack. my my folks had had one like those and that's what i like Typed on to a point mm-hmm. uh, when I was at home. Like, I didn't have a computer until I was in high school. Neither so, did I. You know, I, I didn't really have... I had a typewriter, though. Yeah, I had one of those. <laughs> I didn't really use it for its intended purpose. I just kind of practiced no. on it. No! We'd drag it out and our mom would hate it. And yeah. And we'd mess around with her electronic yeah, keyboard. Yeah, and then, like, the, the ink ribbon would get everywhere. Yep. And, yeah, it, it was just kind of a messy mess. And if you push down on all the keys, it would get tangled up. Yeah. Yeah, the and then one... you had to stick your fingers down in and then get all inky. And, right. The yeah. one they were showing here, I, what is that called? I think it's called a globe, maybe? Yeah. Some there's kind like of... an orb. There's a word I don't for know that. what the name of it is, but uh, I remember seeing them. I've never used one. So she's basically now at home. She finds an ad in the garbage can for help wanted. Well, and, and she kind of starts af- looking around. This is after she was going to throw away her cutting material she was thinking about it she's already kind of been hurting herself again she did it like once after she came back from the wedding yeah after she had some some incidents with her father Mm -hmm. came back up found that it was still under her bed they didn't they didn't find it no they weren't even looking for it well no (laughs) which again we didn't really know how long she was institutionalized long enough she'd been gone a while yeah so but yeah, she she goes out to throw away her stuff, but she thinks twice about it. Yep. Uh, finds the ad. 
actually looking for a secretary. Mm-hmm. Must must know typing or something like that. Right, and that's it. It's like a very brief ad. Right. And when we get there, he literally has such a problem with this. He has a secretary wanted sign with yeah. lights on yeah. it. He had to make a physical sign made of wood with lights around it. Yes, this is a man who goes through many, many secretaries. It seems that way. So think about this. She saw the ad in the paper. Yeah. And when she goes in, the secretary is leaving. I have a suspicion he had already replaced the secretary that responded to the, that had first responded to this ad. And he's already on to number two. Because think of the time it takes to get an ad in the paper, to get someone to come in, to hire them and get started, and then fire them. (laughs) Or... Or he had already decided to fire the secretary that he had. Oh, maybe. And was planning on doing it, just waited until he got an interview. I think both are plausible. I also don't think she had an interview. I think she just sort of showed up and asked about Ah, the job. Ah, okay. The sign said secretary. That's right. Yeah. Are you the lawyer? Are you the lawyer? (laughs) Also, did you make this connection? Okay. His name is Mr. Gray. I did. I did. (laughs) Okay. So brief segue. They are definitely trying to cash in on Fifty Shades of Gray and tying it to this movie. He's the original Mr. Gray. If you go on Amazon, the picture for this is a bare back with a gray necktie behind it. It's it's literally ripping off the imagery from Fifty Shades to get more people to click on it. Oh, bullshit. What they should do is instead of a gray tie, have the tie with the golfer on it. Oh, well, that wouldn't make it. They would think it was a funny comedy then. This is a comedy, if you can believe it, to some extent. Oh, I... I, mm. It's not, it's not, you know... It's not laugh out loud funny it's not trying to be funny it's satire it's dark satire yeah but it's you know it's a comedy it's it's a romance it's a dramedy i don't know what you call this it's weird but yeah mr gray he'll see you now (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i i totally got the connection that you know i i don't know if the if the 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 writer of 50 shades got the name from uh, from this or not. I or... doubt it immensely. I think it's yeah. just a coincidence. But if it's not a coincidence and she ripped this off, this did it better. <laughs> My opinion. Because eh. it's the same thing. Mousy girl, weird guy. Yeah. But the difference is these two actually have chemistry and fall in love. I suppose. I mean, again, we haven't seen two I'm, and three yet. I am way more invested in these two as a couple than in Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grey because they're so weird. These two are absolutely bizarre humans. Yeah. And that's why I love it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about Fifty Shades anymore. <laughs> no. But, like, she walks into this office. There's a secretary leaving. She's crying. She's got all her shit in a box. There's a bunch of furniture that's clearly been thrown about the place. And I don't know if that's because he did it or because she did it. I have a feeling she did it. Right. Because... It's the waiting area. Which, which this, to me, uh, puts credence to my theory that he was planning on doing this. She was pissed off. Or maybe he did something to 
or, or that, 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 sh- that she had worked there for a while and knows how much of a neat freak that he is. Mm-hmm. So she decided to just fuck up the joint. Right. To piss him off. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. He is an absolute neat freak, so that would track. Yeah. But I don't think anything untoward ever happened with any of his other secretaries no, no. until her. Yeah. But yeah, she goes in and has the strangest interview, <laughs> which is so illegal, all of the questions oh, he yeah. asks. You can't say any of those things. You can't walk into an interview and go, are you pregnant? Are you planning on getting pregnant? Are you married? <laughs> are you gonna get married right. and she's so shy and confused and it's just like what the she fuck? just like like giggles looks around awkwardly. And giggles. yeah yeah she's so weird she's like no <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's pretty good <laughs> that's how she laughs uh, yeah. it's that shaky kind of oh, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah and of course he's just in there with like darts on his desk and he's like punching the buttons on the phone with a dart from a dartboard like it's weird little actions and he's got a drawer full of red pens and he just keeps sliding things off of his desk into the drawer right he does that a lot he slides things off his desk he doesn't pick things up and put them down no no it's his power move to just sort of swipe swipe and drop But then he just sort of decides, like, he gets on the phone and then he tells her to get him a cup of coffee. Right. Like, you're starting now. Yep. Here you go. Here's your task. Test number one. Right. Yeah. Which, you know, if if this was a different kind of a movie, I would expect that, oh, this is a test. Mm -hmm. I want to see if you know how to make make coffee. Right. But she accomplishes it and she gets the job. And they just kind of go about their business. Right. But the first time that I think you get the inkling is when he says... I accidentally threw out my notes for this case. Can uh-huh. you? And she finishes his sentence, dig around in the garbage for you. Like, right. it's such a weird thing. But she's just like, I could do that. I'm going to dig in the garbage. And crawls in a dumpster and he just eagerly watches her rifling around in his trash. Right. And it's like, he's he's getting something out of this. Like, I ordered her to do that and she did it. Yeah. Which With I would... glee. I, 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 I have to suspect here... He's never actually had someone follow through no. on his These de- on his desire. Stupid, desires. stupid things he asks. No normal person, like just run of the mill everyday person, would say, "Yeah, I'll rifle through your trash for you." They'd say, "No, right? I'll figure out another way." But I think that's where both of them are discovering themselves here. Yes, he is discovering. Oh, oh. The thing I just did, I ordered her to do this thing, and now I like it? Uh-huh. And now she's doing the same thing. I'm taking a bullshit order from him, and I'm doing it. Why? Because I like to please him. Yeah. Yeah. The entire movie, it's like that. Those two yeah. are just discovering that they like this. They push the boundary just a little farther every time. Yeah. Just a little bit. It starts with just, you know, go make me a cup of coffee. Yeah. Set the traps. Both of them are surprised by it, too. Yes. Every absolutely. time. Every time. Yeah. I can't expect... Okay. We're jumping ahead here. But the first time, I think he was just doing an experiment... To see, number one, if she would do it. Mm-hmm. And number two, to see if he would go through with it. Yep. And number three, if he continued to like it after he was done. All of the above. The first spanking. 
Yes. Well, the only spanking. Sure, but I mean, I mean, the first time they actually the, anything, the, that he actually anything followed that through, crossed a line. Yeah, the the first thing that he did to follow through on his desires. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like screaming at her, and then screaming at her stops being enough. But of course, at some point, he screams at her, and first her response is she has a bad time, and she starts cutting herself, and he at catches her, desk. her. Yeah. 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 So of course, what does he do? He lets her go for a minute. But then he creates this situation where he finally decides, okay, I'm going to just address it. And he's a different person completely. Yeah, they go into the library. Yeah, they go into the library and he says, the phone is ringing. What? The phone. Ring! 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 (laughs) And yeah, he just basically coaches her up and gets her to light up a little bit. Like to to use her big girl voice on the phone. Okay. Stop for a second here. When he was doing this, first of all, I don't really, we've said it before, I haven't really seen James Spader in a lot of things, but I got total Nick Cage energy from him right there. Oh, he has a little bit of that, that kind of... Just manic, just... A little bit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and does he not have that goofball kind of weirdness in even Lincoln? Like with, sure. When he's just like, well, what does he say? Well, I'm fucked or something. Well, I'll be fucked. <laughs> I'll be fucked. Yeah. He's just kind of a weird little eccentric. That's he's kind of actor. his thing. Yeah. He just kind of let that part of him out. Yes. In that room that you'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this scene in particular, yes. Yeah. He's a little bit weird. And that's part of the scene. But that is also a little bit of James Spader. He does go there sometimes. I guess. <laughs> I, I guess I need to go and watch more James Spader. Accurate. I like him. He's, he's a very weird little man in this movie. But he does bring that sort of energy to other things too. Yeah. Like you said, anytime you get like loud and was yelling absolutely he's really like in in boston legal he's a weirdo in that too yeah so but uh, he's a proud weirdo the, the, the one time I, I i said to you like when he's dismissing her he's firing her for the for that that last time he barks at her get out yeah and like that is the voice i know from james spader mm-hmm. that one small line get out that's what I knew him from. That's the energy. You that's know. the energy mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know from what, but <laughs> that's what I know. Something somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, he turns in this scene very different and he's trying to get her to open up. Yeah. So he's like, do you want some hot cocoa? <laughs> he just happens to have it behind them. Did you have a date recently? Which we skipped the date at the right. laundromat restaurant. Oh, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. <laughs> but yeah, the whole thing is more about these two and not so much about her weird little boyfriend that she has outside of this because she's right. not even interested in that guy no. uh but you know he catches her cutting herself so he says here's what's gonna happen you will never ever do that again well and before he even says that he says do you think that you're why doing, do you do this do you yeah. think that you're doing this because of this and this and this and that mm-hmm. and she thinks about it for a second and she realizes oh my god I've never thought about it that way. That's exactly it. This person understands me. I get it. I've never talked about it with anybody else except the doctors. Yep. This is just a dude. Mm -hmm. He's a lawyer. And right there, I think she's just discovering this man is special. Yep. I don't know why, but I need to stick around Well, she does know why. He understands her. 
short right. version. Sure, yeah. Meanwhile, her boyfriend is some some weirdo from high school who had a nervous breakdown and, you know, proposes to her in the basement of the J.C. Penney. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I didn't know J.C. Penney's a head basement. The normal thing one does. <laughs> All right, so the dude, if for 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 listeners from the Midwest who are a fan of such a movie. I only know this guy from one other thing. I know him from two other things, yeah. neither of which you have seen. Well, other thing, other than the one that we know of together. So you know him from Twister. I know him from Twister. He was also on Lost. He was the camera guy. Yep. Who was like the, the, the kind of the nervous guy who almost killed him, who, who got killed for not going in shelter. Yep. Anyway. He was on Lost. He was also in Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Stuff Which you I haven't, haven't seen. Stuff you haven't watched. Uh, but yeah, so he's this little skinny, scrawny dude who's also kind of weird and mousy. Well, and, and he even explains I had a nervous breakdown mm-hmm. at one point. So he also has gone through some shit. And it seems like like his parents are the ones that are like super duper pressuring him to just do exactly what they want. Oh my God, his parents are so weird. Did you see what his dad was doing? Yeah. So they said, you should have some wine. We make it ourselves. And his dad is sitting on the couch, hand squeezing grapes (laughs) to make their homemade wine. Fucking gross. And they're holding a framed photo of his sibling who's also getting married. Because that's what you do. You get married. Everyone around them is getting married. Right. You get married. Maybe it'll be a double wedding. Ha ha ha. Oh, they've literally never met this girl. Yeah. This is their first time meeting his girlfriend. And, like, did you see how he was sitting? Like, sideways. Angled and twisted. And sideways, looking directly at uh-huh. her. Not at his parents. As he's like, like, oh, don't stop. Don't, don't pressure her. No. She's, he, you know what he said? He says you're his soulmate. Oh, my God. You guys went on, like, one day together. She, you went on a date to the laundromat slash restaurant slash wine bar slash gaming parlor. Slash what is this place? What is this building? <laughs> yeah, and why are you having a date here? Yeah. What the hell? What were you, what were they even eating? Yeah. Like, you had like wine in It was plastic like a plastic margarita Margarita cup. glass. <laughs> what the f- Fuck. Nothing screams romance like right. pizza at the laundromat. You know, I understand you're tw- you're like 20 and don't have any money, but jeez, and you work at J.C. Penney's in the late 90s. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. So just to give you a juxtaposition of her external life and her oh work God. life, which you know what, I can totally relate to this because you know we both live in small towns, have lived in small towns, mm-hmm. and. In your little bubble, you're kind of expected to just date who you know. You yeah. don't go outside of your little bubble to go and try to find new people. Or for us, it's, it was very hard. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't like bars. We didn't do, you know, the the quote-unquote normal things that people do to meet one another. We also didn't live in our bubble anymore. Right. <laughs> right. Like, we had both escaped where we were coming from, and we met... On a dating service. What? Yep. Sorry, we didn't go to high school together and have nervous breakdowns. No. <laughs> and we also didn't meet sexy times as a secretary and a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
No, no, no. we did not do that. It's called uh, it's it's called the apps. Try them, guys. Yeah, they work. So yeah, juxtaposition there. But he basically, Mister Gray, says you will never ever mm-hmm. hurt yourself again. And, and he she, looks her dead in the face, yeah. and they have, like, the most... He barely blinks in this movie. Did you notice that? I had. He has, like, really just intensely staring at her, creeping out from behind corners and shit, that looking at her. fucking hilarious. All the time. How he did that... Where he's just sort of leaning just, a little bit. Just lean, just ever so slightly. Just ever Wide so slightly. Wide-eyed and crazy. Yeah. So the he's thing... He's infatuated with her. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And it's a little, like, it's a little creepy, but at the same time, it's endearing. Well, like, when he first interviews her and he's like, you're so close. There's a wall. There's a wall. And he's just, like, intensely curling into a little ball, but he wants mm-hmm. to, like, reach out and touch it. <laughs> the thing I wrote down about him, the, like, the fourth line, I said, he is either the most uptight person or he is constantly constipated. <laughs> Just, just how he is, he is just going about his life. Well, and then when he gets frustrated, he works out. Yeah. He's like push-ups, sit-ups, crunches. Li- In his know. office, at yeah. home, that's all he does. That's all he does. He's got to work out that energy. In some way. By exercising. Yeah. Because he won't do the thing he wants to do, which is get freaky. He sure. just wants to get freaky. <laughs> right. But, and, and it's not even sex. Again, no. we, we talked about that. There's hardly any sex in this entire no. movie. He just, he he wants to get freaky. Yeah. Without his sex. way. In he his way. He says, he says to her many times. I'm like, not going to I'm fuck not you. I'm not doing that. Nope, nope. All right. So, so, so back to the timeline here. Uh, early on, before they get into the, to the freaky stuff, like her going to work every day, she gets a ride from her mom. Yes. And her mom picks her up. Yes. And we don't find out until about the middle of the movie that we also find out her mom just waits there. She just parks the car and sits there. All day. Correct. All day. Doing nothing. Doing nothing. One time she's literally just sitting in the car. She has no book, no activity, no nothing. What is going on there? Now, this is this woman is Leslie Ann Warren, who you wouldn't know from anything else. But again, this is kind of one of those... Oh, she she actually has had a pretty decent career. The biggest thing she's been in, she's in Clue, and uh, she's Miss Scarlet, I believe, and then she is in Victor Victoria, for which she was nominated for an Academy Award, and she is so over the top and ridiculous. Her big break, though, she was in the 1960s broadcast of Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella. She played Cinderella. She was like 17, 18 years old. Hmm. And this is, you know, 30 some years later. And she's just a weird little mom who sits in the car all day, kind of dead inside. I I would say Everyone in this movie is kind of dead inside. Uh, Yes. Yeah. In some way. It's, It's really sad. Yeah. And... The thing that is the most redeeming is that these two people find each other mm-hmm. in in a world where where in in the in her world in Lee's world there's not a lot of happiness there's not a lot of happiness at all for anyone no no and the people who might be happy are like her sister who mm-hmm. just got married and got out got out of that family yep she but she didn't even get out they're gonna live in the house in the backyard remember oh God yeah. <laughs> Fuck. They're not really leaving. They're living in the pool house. You're right. Wow. 
but yeah, like she's like her 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 dad is this abusive drunk. Yeah, and I can and he see tries him. to clean up and then he falls back off the yeah. off the wagon. Then right. he cleans up and then he falls off the wagon. And, yeah. And the parents fight total, all the time. And it is in total denial. He fucking beats his wife. A little to, bit. I mean, he gets drunk and he, shoves her. He, that's yeah. enough. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's why she just doesn't ever want to go home. No. Unless she absolutely has to. Mm-hmm. Well, and even to take, then, to take her daughter half home. the time, her dad is like drunk and wandering around. Like he calls right. her from a phone booth somewhere. Somewhere downtown. He's not even sure. Yeah. And then he checks himself into a facility. Uh-huh. So this is kind of in a back and forth thing where he yeah. just is in and out and in and out. Yeah. And even like at the beginning, at the wedding, mm-hmm. he's got a drink in his hand and he's clearly had a few. And she yep. says, I thought you quit. And he's like, it's a wedding. Right. Ah, it's fine. And then he has to sit down because he's so drunk he can't stand up anymore. Uh-huh. And then what does she do? She immediately goes and starts cutting herself. Yep. Because again, those are the, her, her triggers. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. She has very defined triggers and they are almost all family related. Yeah. Because of course, you know, if you're this, if you have this kind of personality, you're not going to just tell off your dad. No. He's your dad. She's shy and quiet. And who knows if he's been abusive to her. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. But yeah, they basically go into this mode where at one point in the movie um mr gray like rants at her all of the things he dislikes about her like you right. sniffle and you play with your hair and you tap your feet you, on the floor you tap your feet you and you take have your that shoes damn off. walkman and your feet yep. smell and i hate it all <laughs> and she takes it she takes is, every bit of abuse which is to say he watches her yes. intently. He's always looking at her. Yeah. He's not in his office. He is around the corner being a creepy, <laughs> freaky weirdo looking at her, trying to figure her out. But, like, he doesn't like her outfit. He tells her to start dressing up more yeah. because you're a reflection of this office. And she starts becoming this woman yeah. like she changes oh, she yeah. starts wearing more makeup and her hair is nicer and she's wearing beautiful blouses mm-hmm. and more cl- fitted clothing yeah. and high heels she looks good by the yeah. end of this but she she blossoms like one of his flowers mm. <laughs> oh we'll get to the flowers <laughs> So, yeah, he kind of just screams at her, and then she starts making typos, and what kind of sets it off is she is typing a letter, and she makes a bunch of mistakes, and he gets up in her face and screams at her, and she sniffles, Mm -hmm. and he finally kind of, there's the moment where he's walking down the hallway and leans against the wall and braces himself and has to go, I'm not going to do it. Oh, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And then he walks back and he's just like, mm-hmm. would you come to my office, Miss Holloway? Mm-hmm. And then what do we do? Bend over the, the desk. Palms down, palms down. Elbows on the table. Read the bend letter. Bend over and read the letter to me. Yep. And what's he do? He spanks her. A lot. A lot. Like, and good. That went on. For an an uncomfortable amount of time. So you remember when we watched Fifty Shades of Grey? I do. And I was talking about how he's smacking her. Yep. And it sounds like sad little smacks. These were not sad little smacks. These are him slapping her ass. To be fair, (laughs) I think the difference in sound is because 
I think the sound of the hand on clothing, uh-huh. on the skirt, would maybe be a, 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 a more, I don't know, visceral sound than it would be as to like something Flesh. on skin. Yeah. Yeah. But it's but, it's much more visceral in this movie than in Fifty Shades. Yes, it is because they just keep doing it. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, and she of course the first time goes what what? Right. But then she doesn't stop it. She's just like, oh oh oh, and by the end she's like moaning, like she mm-hmm. gets turned on by this activity. Right, and then they have their little moment where he gets behind her and puts his hands down by yep. hers and like she puts her pinky on him. Yep. They just kind of that, fondle each other's pinky that, fingers. That little intimate moment there. The yeah. only time they've ever touched basically. Right. Yeah. And suddenly she gets it. She's like, Oh, well, this is what he was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I like. I didn't know I liked this. Yeah. And then it just sort of escalates from there where you know, she kind of, she realizes that he gave her the thing she's been looking for. She's yes. been trying to do herself and she hasn't been able to do it. Yeah. And she dumps all her stuff in the river. So her kits are gone. She gets rid of her kits. Yep. Uh, then she's shown crawling around the office with letters in her mouth. Right. And I think <laughs> this is where we reach present day, which is how we get introduced in the movie. Yeah. With yeah. her and the harness thing. Yeah, so she's in the harness. She's crawling on the floor. He's bossing around and telling her exactly what she can eat for dinner at home. Right. Which, you know, He it, puts is... her in a saddle with a carrot in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, it's just bizarre behavior. That, that just went too far. Oh, for, for you, it, for maybe. For its weirdness. For you, maybe. You know, they liked it. Fine. She was into it. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the thing with dinner, like she's rattling off on the phone to him. This is what we're having. Yeah, this is what we're, we're having. We're having porterhouse steak and creamed potatoes and peas. And for dessert, we're having ice cream. And he's like, you can have one scoop of potatoes with butter, four peas, and as much ice cream as you want. <laughs> <laughs> It's so specific. And it's 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 a little... It's so the again, routine. Keep, she likes the routine. Yes, yes, yes. And I go... And we, we've watched Fifty Shades, so I'm going to continue to compare it to that. Because it's the only other thing I've ever watched that has this kind of dynamic. He does the same thing. Like, we're going to change your diet. I'm going to tell you what in what amounts and, and blah, blah, blah. And this is when you're going to eat and how you're going to eat and mm-hmm. what you're going to eat. It doesn't go into that much detail, but it's the same kind of thing. It's domineering. Yeah. But it's every moment of her life, even at home. Right. Yeah. And she's into it. She but likes then, it. But then, eventually, it stops. Well, yeah, she starts making mistakes on purpose and yeah. he's actually getting busy right. and ignoring her and is like, I'm on the phone. I am I, working. I'm, I need, to, Did I need you, to work. Were you paying attention to the conversation he was having on the phone? A little bit, but yeah. yeah. It's like a really strange one-sided thing where he's basically, 
He's like, well, did you bury the lockbox before you did that? Did you crawl out the window? Was he in the house when you crawled out the window? Yeah, there was some, like, something about an overweight child. Yeah, was that your brother or your cousin who did? Like, it's the strangest what? conversation. <laughs> <sighs> I love one-sided conversations in movies like this because they just are more absurd when you don't have the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's a, okay. Th- this is a, a related thing. There are a, like a million outtakes from, um, what is it? It's a goodwill hunting. Yeah. Okay. So there's a scene where, uh, Will goes up to the bar to talk to the girls and Casey Affleck is there and he makes up some excuse to go away because clearly Matt Damon is there to 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 to, to, to he, hit on the girls. He just needs to leave. He just it needs to matter leave. How. So he just says something to to as an excuse to get out of there and the one that's in the movie is I swallowed a bug. <laughs> so that's why he leaves. But there is like a million of those outtakes of him creating all these excuses <laughs> to leave. I love those. Yeah. I love those. And it's just just no context whatsoever. It's just, hey, I'm saying a statement to get out of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, and what's that? Was this before or after the fire? <laughs> like, right. What? Right. <laughs> Why is there a fire? Why are you burying things in the yard? What kind of a lawyer are you? <laughs> the best. They don't actually say. They no. never say. Like, the letter she's reading is about, I've been interested in animal law in a long time. Or something. No, it, it's... it's um animal. animal conservation. No, no, it's... um. It's where you, uh, uh, captivity. Captivity. Animal animal captivity, yeah. Yeah, so like, and then there's like a scene where they go to see the guy who's the animal captivity dude, and he's feeding Maggie Gyllenhaal food out of the palm of his hand. Right, (laughs) speaking of animals, God. (laughs) But these are funny moments, Trent. They're funny, and they're meant to be funny. I have a dark sense of humor. I find hey, weird I things funny. I laugh too, but I don't think that that's what they were trying to do. They were. <laughs> it's listed as a comedy. It is supposed to be funny. It's God. whether or not you find it amusing. Is all. I did. I did. I just, I'm questioning it because I've only seen it once. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, so her dad checks himself into the hospital, so he goes downhill again. And yeah. so what she she does is she wants to hurt herself, so instead, she does the thing that is good for her. Instead of hurting herself, she goes to him, but she doesn't know how to ask for the thing she wants. Well, she doesn't communicate that the thing that you're doing to me is, is helping. helping me not do this other thing. Mm-hmm. She's not communicating that. No, and she's not communicating she, anything. No, she's not. She's just doing what it is. Like, they're not talking about this at all. It's unspoken. It is a completely unspoken thing. And I think that's the most frustrating thing mm-hmm. But for the two of them. Yes. Because they're both getting something out of it. They both like it. They both like it. But that's as far as it goes. She can't get it to the next level and doesn't know how. Right. She can't ask for it because she's shy. Yeah. She doesn't know how to ask for the things she needs. Right. Yeah. And after that, he shuts her out. He's yeah. like, it's gone too far. It's getting too weird. You came to my house. We're going to stop now. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. And yeah, she starts pushing him as far as she can. Like, she sends him sexy photos. She gets a, a well, photo shoot to, of herself. She goes to a, get, a, get a boudoir yeah. a photo shoot, leaves it on his desk. Uh-huh. With a with flower. Flowers. Yeah. And then she finally gets fed up and mails him a worm. What? 
Why not? She's just trying to egg him on. I guess. Like, she's like, I've been very bad. Yeah. Look at me mailing you worms. <laughs> and that's the thing that finally does it. Yeah, he really, he he kept, we never mentioned his his red markers, his red pens. Oh, yeah. To do all of his corrections. And, he circles everything aggressively and yeah. sends it back to her. Like, and they have this, them all framed. Here's all of your mistakes. He framed all her her bad letters and put them in the hallway. Okay, let's talk about this. Okay. Why? Why not? That is the it's hallway. It's a reminder. Okay, I get that. But that's the hallway where all, where all of the clients walk down. Do you think they care that much? He literally, when he calls her into the office after she the, he gets the worm, has a client waiting in the lobby. I know that. Her boyfriend comes to see her for lunch and she is bent over his desk hiking her skirt up. Yes. I realize that. This is the place she works. Who gives a flying fuck if you have bad letters framed on the wall with typos? Who's looking at that? They are. Clearly nobody is. And even if they are, they don't care. Just the two of them are. And yeah, why would you walk down the thing? And again, this is just me thinking out loud. Why would you walk down a, a, a hallway like that when you're going to meet a lawyer and read the things on the wall? This is a weird lawyer's office. This is like a dude's house, basically, is what it looks like. Yeah. It's like a remodeled house, and he's on the bottom floor. Sure. That's what it looks like. There's mm-hmm. a little kitchenette. It's very, like, 70s vibes, but sure. then it's also, yeah, it's kind of mid-century modern. It's weird. Very it's weird. dark. Dark tones everywhere. He has a red velvet library. Like, yeah. what the fuck is this place? It's sort of just him... Being a weirdo, if you're coming to this lawyer, you can look at the stupid letters. <laughs> None of the rest of the office makes any sense. Why should this make any sense? I get that. But if I, if if this was a real thing, you would just walk down and say, you know if what? If this, this were lawyer, a real thing, this, you got a lot more problems. <laughs> this lawyer's kind of a dick. He is kind <laughs> of a dick. He's very much a dick. Because, yeah, he basically finally decides he can't take it anymore, calls her into his office, and she thinks, finally, yes, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get what's coming to me. I've been Uh a bad girl. Uh And instead of spanking her, he jerks off. Uh Uh-huh. And that's that's it. Pull down your pantyhose and your panties. I'm going to stand behind you and jerk off. And I'm done with you. Goodbye. And that's Send it. in the client. And the next time he brings her in, he fires her. Yeah. They have the exact same interview. Mm-hmm. And he asks her all the same questions again. Yep. But he says, I like you, Lee, but I'm not going to offer you the job. Mm-hmm. And this goes on. She fights it. She says, why? No. And she is, slaps him, too. She sl- yeah, she slaps him. And she's like, I want to know you. And I can do this. And I want to be your secretary. And he's like, no, I'm disgusting and weird. And this is very that's strange. The sh- that's the shame that's thing. That's the shame. He, he hasn't come to terms with it either. Mm-mm. But she has discovered, no, I want this. I like this. I want this. And I, I want, want it you. with you. Yeah. Let's do this. But he says no and just sends her away. Yeah. So what does she do? Like any self-respecting girl, she gets engaged to her idiot boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that whole thing is weird. Like when they're making out and she wants to get him to spank her. And he's not taking a hint, even though she's aggressively putting his hand on her ass. 
And finally she says, okay, fine, we can do, like, he wants to have sex. So she's like, fine, but I get to keep all my clothes on and we're keeping the lights off. So they have, he's completely naked, just on top of her. And that's, that's them having sexy times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was awkward. Yeah, it's a weird relationship those two have. Yep. Frankly, it's more bizarre than the two who are spanking each other and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they at least have some things in common. This dude and her, the only thing they have in common is they both had nervous breakdowns. Right. Yeah. Well, and they grew up together. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. But he's being pressured to get married, so I guess we're well, going to get married. Well, and, and they come from the same place, but uh, James Spader is from Des Moines, Betsy. Fact. <laughs> Des Moines. So, yeah, they're literally getting to the place where she's got a ring. She's trying on her future mother-in-law's wedding dress. She puts it on. She's in it. It's like the day of the wedding, it seems like. I don't think it's like. the day of, but they're, she's deciding to just go along with this. Sometimes people do that. I've seen other movies where this is like a thing where they decide to wear their future mother-in-law's dress because it would mean more to them than it means to the bride. Yeah. Even though the bride is not interested in wearing oh, this no, dress. Oh, no, because, I mean, she's she's just regressing back to this put-upon little girl. she little just girl. goes, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. whatever. I have no opinions, and my opinions don't matter. Right. It's fine. I'll wear this dress. I'll marry this idiot. Yay. And then I'll just be this miserable piece of yeah. trash the rest of my life. But instead, she says, well, fuck this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm running... To the, this this person that I'm going to profess my love to them. Yeah, throws down the wedding ring yeah. uh, or the engagement ring. Off she goes and she tells Mr. Gray, I love you. I want to be with you. This is happening. Let's fucking do this. And then she goes and sits in his chair. Yeah. <gasps> and he says. The ultimate of taboos. He says, put your hands flat on the desk, feet flat on the floor, and you stay there until I come back. Mm -hmm. And she does. And she does. She, she does it. For three days. Yeah. She doesn't eat. She doesn't sleep. She pees there. She doesn't go to the bathroom. She she does go to the bathroom. She just doesn't leave I to mean, go to the bathroom. I mean, go to the bathroom. But yeah, she, she does her business. Herself. She does her business right there. Yeah. And a whole lot of people just come and see her and they're like, what are you doing? This is weird. And other people are like, you go, girl. Do the thing. And I think this is the, the moment for me that I wish was different. Okay. I didn't like this. Why? Everybody trying to convince her to to, to stop or do whatever, and they Not just everybody. have they just have a fucking picnic there, and he allows it to happen. He's not there. He goes out and hides behind his office, calls her fiance yeah. to see what she'll do. Yeah, he's testing her this entire yes. time. The whole thing is a test. Absolutely. He, he won't accept it, but he wants to see how much she means it. Yeah. So he calls her fiancé, who tries to drag her away from the if desk. If you're looking for your fiancé, she's at my office. Yeah. And he knows who's who's calling him. Right. And, you know, instead of going with him, she knees him in the balls, grabs yeah. the chair, and sits right back down where she was. Is this some kind of sexual thing? Does this look like a sex thing? <laughs> Like, she's just choosing to sit here. Mm -hmm. Let her sit here. Yeah. It's her business. Fuck you. But you know what? The thing, the, the person who sat down and talked to her and said the most profound thing was her dad. Yeah. 
He read her a poem yeah. that basically said, it's your body, kid, do what you want. Right. And yeah, everyone else is just like, you okay? Mm -hmm. You good? Read these books about feminism. Yeah. Like, I love it. Right. You're stronger than me, sister. Right. Yeah. And the only people who really are berating her are, you know, the woman whose dress she's wearing. <laughs> you had better dry clean that and return it to me. Yeah. Oh, man. But like when he, when uh, Mr. Gray is out in the the bushes watching her. Yeah. Like he even calls her on the phone that is sitting there and she tries to pick it up with her mouth. Right. Just because he wants to see what she'll do. Mm -hmm. And he even says... I'm rather fond of you too, Lee. Right. He doesn't even say I love you. Well, I'm fond of well, you too. Well, it's like him rehearsing what he's going to say. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't say it to her. He uh -huh. says it to himself, yeah. to her through the window. Yeah. And yeah, she sits there. And finally, after several days, there's like reporters and there's shit. There's like local reporters there. Inter did an interview with her. Yep. And the interview ran in the paper and he read it. Yeah. Yeah. And he finally is convinced that, okay. All right. Okay, this is happening. And then it's very caring and sweet. Like he walks into the office mm -hmm. and he gives her like a smoothie or a milkshake, something to yeah. get her going. Yeah. And then he carries her in his arms upstairs. To this room we've never been to. Where he's got like... It's more of his, his, his gardening stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like a green bed there and plants and plant equipment. But there's also a bathtub and there's different things. And he very delicately handles her. And he's handling her the way he does his creepy little flowers. Yeah. But it's loving and gentle here. He like bathes her mm -hmm. and he you know, dries her off and he washes her hair. And because she is filthy. Yeah. <laughs> she's been sitting there in her own filth for three days. Yeah. And they... And he, and he caused it to happen. So yeah. if, if anybody's going to clean her, it's him. Yeah. And now they love each other and they're talking to each other and she's asking him all these questions. She's like, I want to know about you. And right. where, where, where were you born? Where were you born? Um, and what was your mom's name? What was your name? mom's name? What was your mom like? All the things that you would do if you're dating someone. What was the quote in your year, in your senior yeah, year book? What did yeah. it say under your picture? And yet the only one he answers is, I was born in Des Moines. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get married. Right. And they fuck in the woods. <laughs> they get married. She's wearing from... a black dress. Yeah, with a black veil. She's tied to a tree. <laughs> 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 and sex in the woods and then they just have like this normal otherwise life like they're right. making the bed and he's like pull the sheet tight no pull the, it tight the pillows need to go in in order from this way from you know the, big to small this yep. way and like she just fucks with it yeah because she puts a bug on the bed she just puts a she, dead bug on the bed yeah. She wants, she's a bad girl. She wants to be punished. She's a bad girl and there's a bug. I don't know what you're talking about. What do you think about the very last shot? So they, they are looking at each other very lovingly. Yeah. He goes off to work. He drives, he drives off and waves to his little wife. Right. And she's sitting on the porch and she makes direct eye contact with the camera. Yeah. And just kind of stares for a couple of seconds. I haven't thought about this. What do you think? I think it's mostly a, yeah, fuck you. This is my life. Okay. Who the fuck cares? Okay. 
That's kind of what it feels like to me. Is to all you all you judgmental yeah, assholes out I'm, there. I'm I am happy. a woman. I'm happy here. Yeah, this is what I want. I am a grown woman in control of my own destiny. I am a kinky little bitch. Yeah. And fuck you if you don't like it. Right. This I also I'm happily married to a successful husband. All right. What the fuck is wrong with it? I won this guy. Yeah. He's mine. That would be my my interpretation of that look. Okay. Because there's a little bit of narration through this, so she is addressing the audience to some degree. That was a little odd. Yeah, there's only a couple moments of it. Yeah, it was at the beginning. And uh, somewhere in the middle. When he sends her home to walk home. And he, he tells her, you're a grown woman. Don't let, let your mom take you home anymore. You yeah. walk home. Yeah, from now on. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But she blossoms. She starts this mousy little woman yeah. to... This, you know, accepting person. Like, she even tries after he gets rid of her, like, trying to date other masochists. Like, she finds ads. Right. You know, sadist-seeking masochist thing. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I don't like any of these guys. Like, these I guys only are... like it with this dude. Right. Like, all these other ones are actual weirdos. Yeah. Those guys. Like, there was one guy who wanted me to tie him to a grill and throw tomatoes at him. <laughs> like... like, okay, yeah. but... No. No. <laughs> like, so those were, those were the guys that she could meet, but they're not the guy she wants. Right. So she is a woman of her own. She knows what she wants and mm. she goes and gets it. Yeah. And she found out before he found out what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it took this dramatic stunt for her to, you know, get, get it. Get it through his head. Yes. But I think they have in this movie, this these two have weird, freaky chemistry. They do. They have a weird, freaky love. I, I think it is it is a very strange movie. I 100% am telling you that. Like, if you seek this movie out, it's weird. Uh-huh. If you can't tell by the description, it's uh-huh. a weird movie. Uh-huh. But if you like weird, you'll like this movie. Yeah. Because at the core of it... It is about somebody accepting themselves and finding their own mental health and finding a channel for that Mm -hmm. and finding their own love and finding the love for them. And having such thing be healthy. Yes. The healthy version. There is nothing unhealthy of this relationship. Exactly. Fifty Shades of Grey is an unhealthy relationship. Yes. From what we've seen. The part we saw is fucking unhealthy. <laughs> yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. Though as it is in that movie. Right. Maybe it develops, but that's something but else yeah, for a later she time. She was in a bad place. Yes. And she got herself out of it. She just didn't know what she needed mm-hmm. until she met this dude. And got a spanking. Got a spanking. <laughs> so all, so all you sometimes. people out there who are poo-pooing the spankings... Don't knock it till you Don't try knock it. it. <laughs> Don't knock it till you try it, guys. Oh, Betsy. I think that's going to have to do it. Yeah. So I'm glad you 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 enjoyed this in what way you enjoyed this. Sure. I, I think there is a place for this movie. I don't think this is something you're going to turn on when mom's around. <laughs> no. This is not something I put on all the time. I haven't watched this in many years, but I've seen it many times. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I've been waiting to watch it with you. Yeah. So I'm glad we did this. 
I'm glad you finally saw this. Now you understand. I do. Why I didn't really group it in with the other trashy movies. Yes, I, and I'll say again, that did not belong in that list. This is a movie that you've been trying to get me to watch for a long time. Uh-huh. Uh, for whatever reason... Other than the fact that, I hey, like it. hey, this is a movie that is very unique. If there's nothing else, it is it a is, very unique movie. It is a very unique movie. Yeah, you're not going to see, like, Fifty Shades in this, you know, not two sides of the same coin. No. No. No, 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 no. This, this is a a self-discovery story, if, yep. if nothing else. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be a story that you don't hear a lot. Nope. Uh, but to uh, just uh, change uh, topics completely. Uh, let's, uh, let's read an email from Stephanie All right. before we get out of here. So, uh, Stephanie wrote in about the Hurt Locker, which is the last movie we, we covered. Mm-hmm. I do like the Hurt Locker, Children of Men, and Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> it's awful! <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what can I say? My interests span a wide variety. You got that right. Yes. So do ours. Oh my god! Just look at what we've oh, watched. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Total, total. I mm, there. Mm, you're you are allowed to like bad movies. You're allowed to like anything you like. Yes. I just might question your sanity sometimes. Uh, let's continue. Fun fact: My husband originally wanted to be in the Navy's bomb defusal unit. Don't remember what it was called. I'm glad he he was selected for the nuclear engineering program instead. All right. Uh, as this is spooky month, I have been watching a lot of spooky movies. A lot of people do that. They do yeah. like 31 days of, of movies or as Channels many as, do that. As many as networks. Can. Right, right, right. And a lot of people do that and they do a review of them every, every time. Or they try to do a different scary movie every single day, every year. Someone I know has a friend who once tried to watch Hocus Pocus as many times as they possibly could the entire oh, month of October. Sake. They had already watched it. They watched it like over 40 times, oh I my think. God. It was an obscenely high number, like four or five times a day they were watching okay. this movie. I love Hocus Pocus. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies from that era, from like like kids' movies that are, you know, Halloween movies, quote right. unquote. Uh, I love the movie, but good God, man, no. No. <laughs> don't knock it till you try oh fuck. <laughs> oh fuck uh so i'll repeat that uh as this is spooky month i've been watching a lot of spooky movies uh a couple of horror comedies you may like little monsters is a movie about a failed musician that chaperones his nephew's field trip when a zombie outbreak happens very funny I've I've heard of this one. I yeah, think. you you said. Uh, I think it's on Amazon or something. Yeah, you mentioned this one, L- Little Monsters. Yeah. Uh, and spontaneous. This one is about a high school class where kids keep spontaneously combusting. <laughs> Sounds like a grand old time. I've never heard of that one. Spontaneous. You know what? That's a unique concept for a movie. Mm-hmm. At the very least. There, there's been millions and millions of scary movies, all of different qualities, mm-hmm. and that's very unique. Listen, you can't tell me. That's why it's called spontaneous human combustion. Yeah. That it never happens. It's definitely happened. It's definitely happened. But why not just centralize it in a high school? And what, what would happen if everybody just happened to spontaneously combust at the same time? Or maybe like the percentage of it happening just inched up. 
That's for right. whatever reason. Yeah. Find the thing in the small town Mars America. Mars is in retrograde or some crap. <laughs> whatever bullshit uh, that is. Uh but yes, thank you, Stephanie. She says, as always, you guys are great. Love, oh, super fan, Stephanie. Thanks, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Always great to hear from you and everybody else. Uh, Betsy and I want to thank you. Thank you very thank much you. for listening all the way through this podcast and all the other podcasts you may or may not have, may not have listened to. Go back and listen again. <laughs> Go back and listen again. Tell your friends. Uh, go back and watch some of the movies that we've we've uh, covered that you haven't maybe seen yet. Tell if us what movies you want us to cover. Yeah, we're we're getting into um, we we've had discussions now. Uh, we're starting to get into the seasons where you know we're probably gonna see some more new movies. Now that uh, more stuff is coming now out. Now that more stuff is coming out, this is the season when things start to happen uh, between Thanksgiving and New Year's. Uh, is when all the Oscar stuff really starts to get pushed out before the end of the year to mm-hmm. qualify. Yep. So, you know, we're going to be watching some new movies. We're also going to do some uh, some fun stuff, some fun uh, series. Uh, <laughs> so stay tuned. Uh, we're going to do one more movie here uh, next time. Uh, and then we're going to start another little little series. I think you'll understand what we're doing. I'll leave it at that. But Betsy, until then. If uh, you folks want to reach out to us, where should I send their emails, Betsy? Twitter? <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> All right. I won't make you go through the email whole Email us on Twitter. Email us on Twitter. Skywrite us tweet through us, the email. <laughs> tweet us at the CompuServe email address. AOL, keyword. No, we canceled AOL, that AOL one. keyword. We never seen it. One. Nope. That's wrong. <laughs> That's been canceled. What? We got rid of we that We paid one. good money for that, we Betsy. We did not. That's a, that's a lie. <laughs> you told me we were going to get so popular on the AOL. I was mistaken. <laughs> I got so many free trial discs in the mail, Betsy. We've, we've got AOL for the rest of our lives. Lucky me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, email us, neverseenitpod at gmail.com. Twitter is never seen at underscore pod. And if you wish, you can also support us financially with money, you know, USDs. Click the link in the podcast description, go to the anchor website, use your credit card, use your, your ATM card, use your um, imagination, your, your, your <laughs> cyber, cyber money, cyber dollars. Cyber. I don't want none of that cyber currency. Well, cash, some, no. of it, cash some of it in for real money. Ah, uh, fine. And give it to us that way. Okay, fine. (laughs) Or if you don't want to support us, that's fine too. Just continue to listen and tell your friends and all that jazz. We thank you for your support in whatever way you give it. Yeah, even if you just want to listen to us every... Oh, God, it's still every two, every, twice a week, isn't it, Betsy? It sure is. Yep, we're going to continue doing that until we go crazy. All right! But until that happens, we're going to continue to do two per week. And the next time... The next one. It'll be another movie. Another movie is later. Oh my God, Betsy, I'm tired. Let's go. Okay, bye. Bye.